Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Don't you add any more days on this week for me. It has been a long week. It's only Wednesday. Don't add any more. <laughs> it does feel like it's kind of a long week for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Just a long week. Yeah, it just happens. That's it. it you know, it's a thing. It happens sometimes. I think it's partially due to the first, what was it, the, the Christmas week and the January 1st week. You know, you get that extra day off, and then it's just like you get back into the five-day work week. and mm -hmm. it's, just it's like, wow, this is long. terrible. And then, of course, uh, you know, in sports, there's never a five-day work week. There's always nights and weekends and all that, too. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it can be a long week, but it's at least a fun week, of course, because of signing day. Uh, Matt Rule was at the press uh, conference at the podium yesterday, so we'll get into a lot of that here on the Ticket Water Cooler. First, uh, Rico, I want to ask you if it is important for Nebraska um, to win Lil Wayne's heart. Now, he's been, he went to the Colorado locker room mm -hmm. uh, with Deion Sanders, and I know that he actually has a concert coming up in Omaha. Maybe we should invite him over to the Nebraska locker room and try to get Little Wayne uh, to be a Nebraska fan more than Colorado. I don't think it's a problem. No, no, he's from Louisiana, so it doesn't, yeah. I think he's an LSU fan. He doesn't really. So I don't think he cares about Colorado. You know, everybody loves Dion. It's a, it, there's really no competing. Like, no matter who the head coach is outside of the already established successful head coaches like Nick Saban, uh, Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, uh, guys like that, there's no competing with Deion Sanders. No. Like, you can't. He had, cool He has, you know, he was amazing in college. He was amazing in the NFL. He's got the swagger, the superstardom. Yeah. Uh, he had a podcast for a athlete. while, but multi-sports. Yeah. He played in Atlanta for the Braves and the Falcons. He played in Dallas. He played in San Francisco. Like, he's got, he's got it all. Like, there's no competing with Deion Sanders in terms of star power. So... In terms of winning over somebody like Lil Wayne, I look, is Lil Wayne going to side with Matt Rule or <laughs> Deion Sanders? I, I'll let you answer that question because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's very simple. There's also some uh, rules and regulations Lil Wayne might like a little bit up there in Boulder Just compared to Lincoln. Possibly. Yeah, so. Possibly. But, I mean, if Snoop Dogg's any indication, it doesn't matter if, yeah. you're, if you're popular. Well, if it's on, uh, it's on that it's day, on stage. come out and have some fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in any case, yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. How about this then? Should Matt Rule take the Nebraska team to the Lil Wayne concert? Maybe maybe try a little bit of the, the ingredients Mike Riley tried to sprinkle yes. in. Yes. Cool concerts. Yes. Ice cream after practice. Yes. Hip, hip, hooray. Hell yeah. Yes. Hey, that got you to number 10 in the nation for a year. <laughs> for Not a year, for a week. For a week. <laughs> it got you to number 10 in the nation one of those years. Yeah. That was crazy. How you took away the hip, hip, hooray, and you automatically started losing. You see <laughs> that? how quickly that turned. You know, there was like less than a calendar year. They were in the top 10, and then the next year, like, the writing was Just on the garbage. wall. The AD was fired. Yeah. 
I mean, Riley was was trying to you know fi- you know finish out. The it's year, crazy but it was, how you know, going to happen. How getting the tickets and the ice cream like at first it was like yeah he's like treating the players he's he's you know rewarding them for you know working hard and all this stuff they're going to a concert they get one night off like it's fine like it's okay yeah. and now you look back on it and everybody goes that was a terrible idea <laughs> how dare work. he and I go it was yeah. one day what is like <laughs> it's not like he was just like all right guys so you're gonna go to this concert and then you're not gonna practice for a week because you got to recover from the concert. Oh, yeah. Obviously, no. They went to a concert. They had fun as a. It was a team bonding experience. Like I don't see how that was a problem. My favorite thing, though, from coaching staff to coaching staff, because it's been been this way since I can remember. Basically, is the they come in and just be like, "What was that strength and conditioning program? We have all the answers. We know how to get them going." Yep. And, you know, at, at the beginning when Scott Frost was having players puke and all that stuff, it's like, yes, they're being worked hard. Yeah. Oh, they're, by- doing, they're doing back squats. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's noticed, but a lot of the videos and pictures that have been posted, yeah, a lot of front squats. Hmm. Interesting. Switching up the dynamic. Look, I'm not here to speak on strength and conditioning programs because I don't know anything about them. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, and there's maybe, also- maybe it's possible to do both. Hmm. And it's also not just what you see on camera because I think that's funny too because when you know from what we have seen it didn't look like the players were really maxing out it looks like you know more reps yeah um you know uh, less weight which I think can be helpful but I don't know if that's you know at some point just as a lifter you want to do a max you max just, out at some point just to see what you want to do you know yeah. see what you can do yeah it'll you know a couple weeks in I know we had that down in Carney you know a couple weeks in you know you're lifting uh lighter weight for more reps and then. Uh, once every, like a couple of weeks in, um, be like, all right, we need to see what your maxes are because then you raise the weight that you're doing for more reps. So you find out what your one rep max is. And then from there you go down however much weight and you do, you know, 10 reps, 12 reps, eight reps, whatever. But it's depending on what your one rep max is because the, the more reps that you can do at, at a lighter weight, it should, you know, increase your one rep max, which I mean, it's fine. And it's not, you're not going to do, you know, 550 pounds you know 12 times every like once a week like that's just just not feasible that just doesn't seem like a very good idea especially if you're trying to go out there move move your muscles fast like get your quick twitch muscles going uh you're not trying to stay stiff and 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 large you're trying to Mm -hmm. get uh nimble that's what you're trying to do not you know not lifting like you can do that for a one rep but you're not going to do that all the time and try to bulk up yeah uh, let's uh, let's hear a little bit about the strength and conditioning program, in specific, Corey Campbell, the new strength uh, coach from uh, the head coach Matt Rule. Oh, I mean, Corey. Corey's elite since the day I first met him at Baylor. You know, he's um, he, he's uh, I mean, he's unbelievably demanding. Uh, but but people, you know, players even either sometimes they either feel like you're for them or against them. He can hold you really really accountable, and they still know he's for them. Um, but he also. He's also really knowledgeable, right? He he understands all the science of of what he does in the weight room. I mean, I want us to be, I want us to be a place that guys that's on the cutting edge of everything, sports science wise, player development wise, recovery wise. That's what this new building, the Go Big project, is going to allow us to do. But the people have to match the functionality, right? Like, and so Corey has that, and he built a staff of guys. Like, you know, we have a we have a physical therapist as part of our weight room staff. You know, so we have. You know, one of the greatest gifts we can give our players is health. We have the right knowledge base because I don't know anything about the weight room. I don't know anything about periodization. So I need people that are experts that I can trust who also have my mindset about culture and about development. Corey has all of that. Corey's another former walk-on on on my staff, too. There's a bunch of us that had to fight our way for everything. Sorry, Amy. 
Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that about Corey Campbell being a walk-on. Um, and I know, you know. When, he doesn't look like he'd be a walk-on. <laughs> he doesn't. And he played pretty well down there for, for the Bulldogs. Uh, another former Georgia Bulldog in the program. Another corn dog uh, in the there program for Nebraska. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of kind of cool to hear. I do have one critique of Matt Rule. If you say everything's elite, then it start to make me wonder if – if everything's elite, you know, it's like they, they say that about uh, younger generation mm-hmm. or everything. Everything's elite. Everything's elite. Everything's you keep awesome. using that word. I do not think it means what you think. It means. <laughs> like, if, if, and he said that about a restaurant, I think the other day. And it, it, elite. It's a good restaurant. I just, I, I think if you're, if you have enough, if you just say everything's elite, I just, I'm not going to believe you. That's just his way of that's saying things elite. are, that's just his way of saying things are really good to him. But what's be- what's like beyond elite? What's the word? Well, the thing is, if, like, if that's elite, then then what's Georgia football? Because beyond right the, now, their championship level. Well, that's what they are. <laughs> you can be elite and not win. Cha- Oklahoma for all those years was elite. They weren't winning championships. Uh, I'm just saying, there's got to be a word like if you're using a, elite, supposed to be you know held off for the top of the top. And you know when he's saying that, I think the that's elite what he's eleven to mean. <laughs> Yeah, like the quarterbacks, elite, like the elite eleven. Yeah, well, that one exactly. guy, that one guy's going to West Florida. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, elite. Jalen Rashada, by the way, the the thirteen million dollar man going to Arizona State. Absolutely nothing to do with NIL. He said you wouldn't. Th- I, I mean, that's what he said. He said yeah. uh, it's relationship based now with the first year head coach. If Herm Edwards was there, dude's would, like thirty six. Think, think like ah, I don't know about what's going on there. I'd go there. I'd I'd, I'd want to be coached by Herm Edwards. Would you? Yeah. I think I would too. I mean, you had a lot of. You have to imagine you have a lot of choices if Arizona State's offering you too. But yeah, I'd take Herm Edwards. Arizona State would be a cool school too. You know, it's 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 kind of out there in the desert, so there is that. But yeah, uh, that's a party a, school. Kind of a party school, yeah. No, not a, kind of. It's a party no, school. It is a party <laughs> school. Yeah. Sam Keller had his fun out there. Matt Liner had too much fun out there. Just a once smidge. he got drafted to Arizona. <laughs> Never, never became an NFL quarterback. Very good, but that's all right. He made his way for Kurt Warner to, to get in there and get to, get him to the Super Bowl. So it, it all no, but I right. get yeah, no, I get what you're talking about with the elite thing that that rule does. I I think it's just you know another, it's just a word that's a part of his vocabulary that he uses pretty liberally. Um, you know he'll he'll refer to one of the coaches as elite. He'll refer to a, a position player as elite. First to restaurants as elite. I think that's just his way of saying you know to him this is really good or really impressive. Um, and that's just the word that he's he's kind of globbed onto. I'm sure um, we'll know when he he thinks something is you know beyond elite, <laughs> even if he uses the word elite. Um, I'm sure there'll, so? there'll be some other you know catchphrases or words used within whatever sentence or within whatever um, sentences that are being used to describe whatever he's talking about uh, when he he believes that something is beyond elite or or elite in a in a fashion that. We would also dub elite. How many times can I say elite in one uh, segment? Probably still can't beat Matt Rule. Uh, let's do this. We've got uh, two and a half minute opening segment here. Listen to what he says, but also uh, see if he says elite anytime here. All right, so I just got a brief opening statement. Hope that's okay. Um, first of all, I uh, just want to make sure that uh, you know we honor and celebrate National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. A great uh, Huskers event today that my wife came in for and. Uh, it's really one of the great things about being here is just the opportunity to see other sports. You don't get that in the National Football League. And uh, elite match last week, um, watching uh, our, our women's team, women's tennis team play. Uh, and so I look forward to being a part of the campus community and watching with my son and my two daughters and my wife all, all the all the women athletes here on campus as they excel in their craft. And so a uh, great day to support uh, Title IX and all that, that it's done for athletics. 
I'm obviously excited today to support a, a Black History Month, the beginning of Black History Month, and uh, um, obviously a support that within our team as well as on campus. Want to wish the best of luck to the, to the four players, the four former Huskers that are going to play in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I had a talk, had a chance to text back and forth with Dominican Sue the other day, uh, Cam Jurgens, Jack Stoll, and uh, DiCaprio Boodle in, in uh, Kansas City. So excited for those guys. Uh, probably a, a dream come true. And uh, finally, I tweeted it out yesterday, but really honored that Coach Osborne has agreed to be the keynote speaker at our, our spring, spring clinic. Um, just having a chance to visit with him a few times. The amount of football that you know that he, he you know that he's willing that he's willing to give up to people will be amazing. So it'll be a great clinic. And uh, finally, I just want to uh, just say uh, it's been a privilege getting to know this team. Really, really cool guys on this team. Um, change is always hard. A new coach is always really, really hard. Right. There's this period of, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that, man? But I'm really proud of the way that they're working. They're working really hard both on the field and off the field. A couple of things I want to highlight from the fall, and this is a credit to Dennis and Andrea and the previous coaching staff, but most importantly the players. You know, our fall cumulative GPA for the guys that are returning is, was 3.124. I think anytime you have a football team that's over a 3.0 GPA, you have a really good culture. 61 of the 98 returning players were a 3.0 or better in the fall. Uh, 32, of, 32 of those guys got a 3.4. Uh, 58 Nebraska football players were named to the fall academic All-Big Ten team. In November, the Nebraska football NCAA graduation success rate was reported at 92%, which is the highest in school history. So I think Dennis LeBlanc and his team, uh, uh, you know, they, they do a fantastic job, and our players are committed to excellence both on and off the field. So with that, I'll answer your guys' questions. I was just one elite there. That's just not one. too bad. Yeah. I, I really thought talking about the GPAs, they they were elite. Yeah. It was an elite job uh, keeping their grades up. And that's one thing we didn't give Frost enough credit, the grades in the classroom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I got I got nothing for that. I mean, look. Yeah. That the, used the previous, to be something that people yeah, would throw they still in got there. a lot of They still not got a anymore. lot of academic All-Americans. Uh, the, the, the football team had, uh, like you said, a pretty high GPA, uh, 92% graduation rate. Uh Overall, in the classroom, the players did a, a phenomenal job, and I I hope that that continues because again, you're a student athlete, student first. I don't care what anybody says. You know, we didn't come here to play school. They're here on ac athletic scholarships. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You still need to hold a certain GPA to keep your athletic scholarship and to stay on the team. So uh, your work in the classroom, outside of the classroom, when talking about um, being a student, should always come first. Uh, a couple things off the text line. A. Aaron says no elite for Dr. Tom or Sue. Yeah, I mean that that would be that's where I would use my elite. He was he was honored, he was honored. that Dr. Tom and he he uh, got to uh, text back and forth with Sue, <laughs> which is something that I'm sure a lot of people would love to do. Yeah, and I hope that it's part of. I, I hope that they are connecting with those former prominent Huskers like they had Randy Gregory back in. I think that that's part of embracing mm -hmm. uh, what Nebraska has, and Matt Rule just continues to to show that he's going to do that. And I mm -hmm. think that that's um, you know just maximizing it. Remember, it's it's like Bill Callen did the opposite, like kind of like throw away the the, the history. <laughs> Let's you know just focus on my program and moving forward. I think it's great to embrace as much as you can. Anything that's going to give you, you know, notoriety or mm -hmm. attention or, or whatever it might be. Um, so I, I think that that is, uh, I think that's elite. I think that's an elite <laughs> idea. Uh, it's it's very impressive that that they are going back to the NFL to talk with and involve uh, Huskers currently in the NFL. I hope 
that they also just go back to former Huskers, former NFL Huskers and just former Huskers in general um, to, you know, maybe send them some care packages or get get them a little more involved within the – again, you know, when you say this, people are like, oh, you don't need to have all those players around and practice. I get that, but just having them around, having them involved with the program, you know, like we've said before, maybe setting up a, like a little database where the players, if they need somebody to talk to from their home state or from their hometown, somebody that used to be a Husker, they can go in there, shoot them a tag, give them a call whatever just keep the the former players involved with the with the team in in that aspect yeah and of course if you know Matt Rule, and send them care packages yeah that too make them feel loved um but the big uh, I think a, a big part of that too for Matt Rules he sees and I don't want to say this like he's not doing it for Nebraska but he sees a chance to expand his his own network right I mean he's all about his former players guys that have been with him and, and giving them opportunities and I think you're, you know you're gonna kind of think the same thing uh, with Nebraska players Luffy says do you think Sam Keller still gets crap for helping take away the yes. NCAA football game yes probably daily yes every single day and it should never stop <laughs> even right. when the game comes back we went too many years without it but you know he we're gonna might, go ten years without it ultimately he might have helped the process of getting NIL getting moved along. Mm, it took what? What was that? Two years ago? Last year? Two years ago? I mean, it started. It took a while, yeah. So it took what? Twenty fourteen was when the game stopped until twenty twenty one. It didn't take that long to get it implemented. <laughs> Honestly, it seems like they implemented in like a week. They were just like, "Yeah, sure, let's do this." Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. They're just like, ah, "I guess we can't really fight anymore. Uh, we're not gonna put any rules on it." Yeah, go Here ahead. Here you go. Have fun. Seven seven five four says not to make fun of Matt Rule, but he sounds like Jay Leno. Well, that's not making fun of him. Jay Leno is a you know he had a whole show based Great on how voice. he sounds. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah, so that's really cool. elite voice. Elite. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We've got plenty more coming from the uh, Matt Rule press conference, uh, and we'll uh, we'll break that down. Also, got uh, some interesting things going on around college football, uh, around college basketball as well. We'll talk about those things coming up next year. Ninety three seven. The ticket. 